Good morning, good evening, good night, wherever the hell you are. I'm Amir Harris, and let's get into the motherfucking podcast. Alright, y'all, so today's intro episode is going to be very interesting because I'm doing it for somebody and they don't know it, but they'll know once they listen. So, this week I want to focus on breakups and how to kind of get over them again. I think I'm going to actually explore this more as the series continues, like get more in depth with it. So I'm going to keep it kind of not specific because I want to explore breakups a little more. You know what I'm saying, y'all? So anyways, today we're going to go over falling out of love, how to deal with the breakup and knowing your self-worth. So I think that I think it's really hard to like always know your self-worth and always be able to handle shit. Like it takes a lot of work and understanding and I think we need to normalize, like, not being perfect at it because for me, it took years just to be able to get to the point where I knew my worth and I knew who I was and I knew what the issues were and I understood everything that was wrong. And it takes a lot of time and patience and a lot of pain to do that. So I'm going to try to teach y'all without having all those issues because don't push yourself through pain if you don't have to. <laughs> but let me think of any personal tea. I don't really have any because the things like happened but you know what so this episode is dedicated to somebody i'm not gonna say their name but they will know once they listen that it's about them and it's for them so falling out of love is the first thing we're gonna get into so now i'm gonna just say this honestly it's really hard to fall out of love if you can't realize that that person probably made a mistake as well and i know that's probably like you guys are going to be like, oh my god, what if they didn't have a mistake? Like, what if they didn't make any? Or what if they were perfect and it was my fault? And breakups are always two ways. So even if, like, that person didn't break up with you and you broke up with them, often the other person has an issue as well. They just don't talk about it. And I think we need to normalize people knowing that. Like, so, for example, in my last relationship, I thought that it was all my fault and that I wasn't perfect but he was. And the thing is, he was not perfect at all. He was actually worse than me because he didn't realize his own worth and he didn't know himself. And I didn't either, but I was more further along in that journey than he was. So we didn't work out because he was really insecure. And I've never really told that to anybody, but that was a big reason. Even though there were other reasons, that was a big one. Very insecure, like no talking to guys type of thing. And it just didn't work for me because I had guy friends, you know? Not that it's like the point of the story here. It's just the fact that I knew my worth and I knew that I didn't need that shit in my life because I had other things to worry about. So that's a good like point there is realizing that they're not perfect. And because we tend to idolize who we're dating and I think that's a really toxic behavior and we need to change that because it's not cute. And... It's a little misogynistic. Not misogynistic. Wait, I don't know if that's the right word. Like, it's just not... I guess... I guess it is misogynistic in a way. Especially if you're dating a man. Or a person that identifies as a male. Like, it's just... Too much. Like, don't idolize your partner because they're not perfect. And idolizing them makes them feel like they have to be perfect. And I think people are starting to understand that now. Like, I don't give a fuck if your partner bought you roses. Like, you thank them, but you also know you deserve that shit. Like you deserve that and you deserve everything you ever asked for. Like, I will not ask. Like, more like wished. So, 
it's not cute to idolize somebody just because they're doing what they're supposed to do. And I can tell you that back in my parents' day, they did not idolize people because of like little romantic things they were supposed to do. Like you don't do that. Like now we idolize it because the like our way of a parents brought in kids that were all fuckboys and players and that's just how it was. And I think that people need to see that and realize like, hey, it's normal and you should be doing that and there's no excuse not to. Like that's I think something that we need to bring up. Like just because that person is always snapping you and texting you and FaceTiming you and calling you does not mean they deserve to be idolized and they're not perfect because they're supposed to do that. <laughs> I don't care who says different. They're supposed to do these things. That is the bare minimum, especially if we're, you're a teen and you're in a relationship and they give you enough attention like that's what they're supposed to do. So I don't think that's something to idolize. Idolizing in a good way would be like if they paid off your student loans you had like a thousand and you could not afford it but you had to pay it off and it was due and they paid it for you like that's something I would argue you can idolize for or like if they I don't know I don't know because everything I can think of would not be worth idolization like for example if they took your mom out to dinner like good that's what you're supposed to do that's your mother-in-law or your future mother-in-law or your possible mother-in-law you're supposed to do that and like I don't understand when people do those kind of things and they think they deserve the entire world. Like, no, you don't. You're supposed to do that. But maybe it's because I was raised by parents and grandparents who were part of that older generation, like the 70s and 80s. My parents my parents were born, dad, late 50s, mom, mid 60s. And like that shit for them was normal. Like they saw people doing that normal, like all the time. Like it's not impressive. And I think we need to like understand that you should not be idolized for doing the bare minimum. And I hope that that kind of generation of love comes back because I don't like the cheating or the hoeing around and having mistresses and shit. But the fact that they knew they had to do like everything that was above the line, not just the bare minimum, aka the line, but like everything above that. And they didn't get idolized for it. Like that is what you should be doing. And it, do I think you deserve a reward for acting, like, right? No, you don't at all. I think that if a person appreciates you, they will let you know and you will feel appreciated all the time. So make sure you realize that that person is not perfect and you should not idolize them at all. Like, definitely not. But let me just put this in, like, these tips are for falling out of love and dealing with a breakup. So just make sure... Like, I, I'm just trying to, like, make you guys recognize that, that they're kind of the same thing in terms of, like, yes, you can still be in love and break up, or you can break up and not be in love at all, but these are tips for both, kind of, because they fall in the same category, but that's a big tip. It's just don't idolize them. Don't make them seem like they're perfect, because they're probably really shitty. You just didn't see it, <laughs> but um, let me think of another tip. Um, a big tip is blocking them or at least unfollowing them. Like, I tend not to block people because I want them to stalk my shit, and I know it's really toxic, but it happens anyways, and I think that having them off your social media, whether it be you blocked or unfollowed, is really the key because no, you cannot re remain friends if you're in love. You just can't. Like, it does not work that way. It's way too painful, way too toxic, just too much, and people don't realize that. Like, do not remain friends with somebody that you have dated or talked to because it's not worth it like 
once you get over them, sure. But when you're in the process of going through it, get rid of them. Don't talk to them. Don't call them. Like, don't do that. You're wasting your time. And I just think you can be doing better things with your life. Like, coming from me, I actually disabled all my Instagrams. Like, every time I broke up with someone, I would disable so they couldn't unfollow me. And then when I got back on Instagram, I would unfollow them first. And I know it's really childish, but... And they still stalk my shit to this day. And for some of them, it's been, like, two years. So, um, I don't know. But just make sure you get rid of them out of your... That made no fucking sense. Get rid of them. Like, cut them out. Please, do not waste your time trying to be friends because it never works if you truly love them. If you're able to be friends right after the breakup, you never really loved them like that. Just putting that out there. Another tip is to get, like, new hobbies. So, like, for example, if you love to read but you don't read that much, read more. Like, do double what you used to do. And I know that's, like, crazy. Like, oh, new hobbies. What is that going to do? It distracts you. And the whole point is you get so distracted that you kind of just stop feeling them. And I know that's probably not the healthiest way, but it always works. So just find, like, a new thing to do. And it really does take your mind off of it. And, like, for me, when I had my breakup, I joined literally, like, three more clubs. And I have no shame. Actually, wait, it was only two. Two clubs. Yeah, it was two clubs. And um, it helped a lot because I had people to talk to and to people to keep me distracted because I was always busy. And I'm now even more busy because I joined another club for fun, of course, not actually getting over anybody because I did that already. And it really did help back a couple months ago. It helped so much. And I think that's a really important thing. So, yeah. But also, the downside of joining new clubs is you meet new people and you possibly can crush on new people, which isn't a bad thing. Like, I'm not even going to cap. I have a crush on this kid. And it's so funny because I think I've talked about him and I said I really couldn't talk about him because he watches this. So he knows who he is already. He already knows. But um, I caught a thing for this kid and it actually turns out he had a thing for me first. I was just denying it by catching feelings for somebody else, even though that was literally for like a week. <laughs> like two weeks ago, I had this thing for this kid and it took me a week and I was just like, yeah, never mind. No, thanks. You're not my type. But yeah, I got a whole new flut. I was going to say fling. Yeah, like a fling or whatever. I don't know, but it's not y'all's business. So we're not going to get into that. <laughs> but definitely getting into a hobby can really help. <laughs> um, let's see. I would say focusing on school because when I was in my relationship, I gave my, like, all to this kid, so, like, I would not do homework sometimes just to talk to him, and I would just, like, be, he would be texting me too much to the point where I couldn't do homework because I had to answer. You know how it is, guys, but I then shifted back to school, and I went two times harder than I did last time. Like, well, that was, well, last time would have been last year, technically, but I went hard. Like, I threw myself into studies, and I said, you know what? I'm going to be a lawyer, and I'm probably going to end up being this kid's lawyer at some point. He's probably going to have to get bailed out or something. I don't fucking know. Um, so I was just like, fuck this. And then, again, like, all of this was just driven by the fact that I did not want to be sad because I don't like being sad. I think it's really stupid. So I was just like, we're going to go two times harder in school. We're going to do extra credit all the time. We're going to do even better on on anything I did. Any assignments I did much better on. And... 
I know people are going to be like, well, when you're sad, you really can't do that. And I'm like, yeah, but also you have to pressure yourself. You have to like put yourself in that position to where you can do it. And I know it's like really hard, but like, honestly, it's not a bad idea to distract yourself by using school. I don't think because I've done it and it works and I got over that person anyways. Anyone I've ever done that for, it worked out. So I don't know, like it's just for me. Because I'm the type of person, like I said, I hate being sad, so I will do anything to get out of that, and I just use school to distract me. And some people are, are like, they like to just sit in bed and cry, and that's cool too, or they just, or they like to hang out with friends, that's cool, or they like to just be alone, but like not be sad, just be alone, you know what I'm saying? Or they like to party, like, go do that. But at the end of the day, a lot of those things will not help you move forward and I think the best solution is kind of throwing yourself at your studies and going 10 times harder because you get smarter because of them so then you can really say I took a fucking W because I got over them and I got smarter and my grades got better and you know I think the motivation part is what gets people and maybe it's just me but I've always had a high sense of motivation because I want to be a lawyer and I want to get into an ivy and that's a big deal for me so I know that I have to be good like, I have to do good. Like, some people, they can, like, handle not doing as well in school. Like, I'm not saying, like, failing, but they can do pretty well with, like, a 3.5, 3.7. Like, that's totally cool. Talking about GPA there. But for me, I have to do good because where I want to go. So, for me, I've always put, my like, the pressure on myself because I know that if I want to get to where I have to go, I have to do good. Like, so it really depends. Like... I just, my biggest recommendation is just really trying to focus on school and yourself because I think that school is a good excuse. And especially if you're like in the years where you're getting really busy, like junior and senior year, you're really busy all the time doing homework and shit. Like that's a good way to get over someone is just doing your work and handing it in. Like prioritize doing that over anything else. Another thing that I recommend, but also I would say be cautious with, is giving more time to your friends. And if you didn't have this problem, like, when you're in a relationship where you, like, didn't spend enough time with your friends, then don't worry about this. But if you're one of those people who neglected the shit out of their friends, make it up to them by hanging out with them a lot. And I think that can really help. But, again, I would say don't be fake about it. Like, if you knew that you neglected them, let them know, like, hey, I know I neglected you, but I thought I was in love, and I really was happy with that person, and not that you guys didn't make me happy, but I just was so in love that I didn't realize I was losing my friends, too. And again, like, that is only for when you know you didn't spend enough time with them. You just didn't want to acknowledge it at the time. So, that's what I would say for that. Like, just even spend time with, more time with your friends, even though that cannot always help because sometimes you feel bad because you want to vent and you just want to cry or you're just not in the mood, like whatever. That's a good way to help if you're in the stages where you need someone to be with, especially like the first couple stages where you need a friend. That's my biggest recommendation. And again, all these tips are also for falling out of love. Like again, just getting rid of the person off social media, finding new hobbies, working on school, like, those kind of things are the same thing for breakups and falling out of love. So I really couldn't give you much more on that because I've done that and it works for me. But I also know I wasn't head over heels for that many people. <laughs> like, only two people. And 
for both of them, it took me about a month, month and a half, two months to actually really, truly move on and get over them. But eventually it worked because it did. Like, like I entered this pandemic, this quarantine, being in love and I was depressed and I was just like, I hate everything. Like, my life is so much harder and I'm without this person. And I thought I was in love, but I really wasn't because I took a good two months to myself. More like three, actually. Yeah, it was like three. I had no hoes. I had no talking ships and I just moved on but actually I might have had like one or two yeah like one or two but I wasn't fully ready but those kind of pushed me forward a little bit and I'm not saying like go out there and get hoes but like sometimes they do push you to move forward because it's just kind of like you know what I now see what's out there so let me move forward so I can get something you know what I'm saying so not always a bad thing but don't rely on hoes to move on like that's the worst thing you can do And I think a big thing here in this episode is the self-worth part. Like, during a breakup or falling out of love, same thing, really. Really focus on learning who you are and your worth. Because, like I was saying at that story in the beginning, like, I really became so, like, not insecure, but very quiet around people because I had a boyfriend and I was like, oh, I'm going to be respectful. Like, no, you need to understand, like, you are worth so much and people will always convince you that you're worth nothing. And you need to make sure they know, like, hey, I'm worth a lot of shit. You could not afford me. You could not buy me. Like, I'm not on sale. I'm not discounted. I'm not on clearance. Like, I'm worth a lot. And I know that's going to sound so, like, pretentious, but it's true. Like, you are worth it. You are full price. You have never been on sale. You have never been on discount. You've never been, um, like, no. You never put on the discounted rack. You were always on the top. Like, you were on the display. That's how important you were. And I think people need to understand that, like, example. And also, another thing I think people need to realize that goes into self-worth is knowing that you matter. I don't care if you have a thousand friends or one friend like you matter to somebody and regardless of what someone tells you or what someone thinks about you you are worth it and you are loved and valued by somebody and I know like people are gonna be like wow you shouldn't say that like everyone cares for you but it's like no in reality there's gonna be people that fucking hate you they're gonna be like you are worthless you're a piece of shit and then there's gonna be people who completely love you and idolize you and they're like you're amazing you're gorgeous you're smart like you will never have a day where everyone loves you because I promise someone is always going to hate you and someone is always going to say things about you you don't like. So it's just that you need to understand just because they're miserable doesn't mean you get to be too. And I wish people understood that. Like just because someone has the nerve to say you're a bitch, you're a whore, you're a cunt, or you're a whatever, you're ugly, you're dumb, you're never going to make it. It does not mean you get to think that way too. You have the privilege of knowing who you are and knowing that you're such an amazing person. Even if it's just inside your head, like you already know you're a good person. You are full price all the time. You are fucking Gucci, but not the cheap Gucci, the nice Gucci. You're the fucking Louboutins that everyone does not have. You're the fucking, I don't know, the goddamn Super Bowl. Like you are everything ever like you're just amazing and I think people need to really focus on that like who cares if someone says you're fucking ugly or who cares if someone says you should have died like you care obviously but I think there's a point where you have to understand you have the privilege of knowing somebody that nobody else needs to know 
And that right there is the best thing ever. Like, that's the best feeling. Like, you in your head can be so vulnerable and amazing, and then you can be the same way in person, and nobody has to know the difference, or nobody has to know that you're really, truly an amazing person, but you just don't show it because you don't like to show it. Like, that's cool. Like, you have the privilege to do that, and you need to understand that you matter and everyone cares. Everyone may say they don't care, but in reality, the people that talk the most shit care the most. They idolize you so much. Like, I wish people understood that. Like, especially when parents do it, people are just like, no, they don't idolize you. Yes, they do. They wish they could have been you because they didn't have it like you did when they were kids. And people just don't see that. Like, parents want to be you. That's why a lot of parents will make their kids do ballet or they'll make them do pageants or they'll make them do football or basketball. It's because they wanted to do that and they knew that you could do it. And they pushed you to do it because they wanted to be like you. They wanted to live their life through you. So, yes, you are worthy. You matter to somebody. It doesn't have to be the whole world, but you matter to somebody. And that's enough to stay on earth and know who you are. So I think constantly reminding yourself, like, I'm hot shit. I am full price. I'm never cheap. I'm fucking designer. I'm the designer that nobody else sees because I'm so expensive. Like, just thinking of that every day and telling yourself in the mirror, like, hey, I'm all that. I don't care if everyone says I'm not all that. Yes, I am. I am fucking amazing. If you just constantly tell yourself that, your self-worth and you're just, everything about you is going to get so much better. You're going to be confident. You're going to understand, like, hey, I'm all that and I deserve to be happy and I deserve to be loved. It doesn't have to be by everybody, trust me. It really doesn't. But just knowing that is so much better for you. And just always remember, like, heartbreak is so temporary. Like, it literally goes away. And it may, you, some people are going to be like, it takes years. It takes this, 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 and this. Like, no, you'll get over it one day. And you don't have time to be heartbroken. Like, it's 2020. We don't have time to sit around and sulk. We're trying to go to Harvard, Stanford, Yale, fucking, I don't know, Oxford, um, Columbia, Brown, UCLA. We're, like, we're trying to leave. We're trying to go to college, man. There's no time to be heartbroken. And you know what? Fuck it. Like, who cares if you're single now? Like, have a good time. Have a good life. Like, it's good to be single. It's also good to be in a relationship. It's good to be friends with benefits. It's good to be talking to somebody. Like, fuck it. We lit anyways. Like, and just don't let that shit stop you. Because I notice when people get in breakups, it they stop. Like, they just freeze because they're like, never mind. I can't. Like, I need this person. Like, no, you really don't. Like, you really don't need somebody. And it takes a long time to learn that and understand that. But you really don't need that person. Especially if it was just a relationship over text. You didn't need that person. Like, they just kept your phone not dry. And I know this won't help everybody, and not everybody's going to ever understand this, but trust me, you are perfect, you matter, you're amazing, fuck your body type, like, we love all bodies here, we don't slut shame, we don't body shame, we don't fat shame, we don't do any of that, like, we love you, we care, we are here, and I don't care who your definition of we is, whether it be your friends, your family, your mother, your brother, your auntie, your cousin from 10 years ago that you haven't seen, like, or your friend from 10 years ago, like, we are still here. You matter. I don't care what you look like. I don't care if you're the fattest person in the world. I don't care if you're the skinniest person in the world. I don't care. Like, we are here, and you are yourself, and you are perfect, and the fact that you mean something to everyone just says a lot. Even if they talk shit about you, that means you are worth enough 
to talk shit about. Like, just take it that way. And just remember, like, I don't care if there's someone better out there. Like, your friends or your family will not care. Because they know that you are you and you bring something to the table that that other person will never bring. Whether it be your funniest, your charm, your text back skills, your communication, I don't care what it is. Like, just understand that you always bring something to the table that not everyone has. Like, every person is unique. So, my best piece of advice here, do not let someone tell you you don't matter or that you are not perfect and there's a better person out there. Like, there is, but you're also yourself and you're unique. Like, you're amazing and you just are hot shit man like I would fuck you that's to all of you I don't care if you're ugly or you think you're ugly I should say I'd fuck all of you because you're all amazing and you're perfect and your personalities are great and even if you hate me or if I hate you like your personality is great you're an amazing person you're an amazing soul you deserve it all so never let someone tell you different and there is never a better version of you because you are you You can work on yourself to make yourself better, but there's nobody else like you. So just remember that. And with that, I'm going to end this episode because I think this is going to get a little long. So I'm going to keep it short. But thank you all so much for listening as always. Thank you for the support. Thank you for the hype. All of that. You guys are amazing. I love all of you individually. Even if I haven't told you yet, I love you. And thank you to everyone shouting me out. Um, So yeah, thanks everyone. And have a great weekend. And I feel like I just said thanks. And I never say that because it's so like not cute. So thank you, I should say. Thank you to everyone. Always like thank you so much for supporting and just being there and listening from day one. Like when I get famous, if I do, you guys will not forget me. Anyways, y'all, that is the end of this episode, I should say. So catch y'all on Wednesday.